The Mahogany Project presents I Just Want to Tell Stories, hosted by Joe Anderson Jr., powered by the South Congress Podcast Network. All right, everyone, welcome to the inaugural episode of I Just Want to Tell Stories. I have an amazing guest uh, with us today for the first episode where we talk about creatives talk about creatives. We talk to creatives about their process, them growing up, just how they create their art, all of that. And I'm super excited to have Jada in the building. I am so excited. My my, uh, leading lady of my show in February with me. A young Oprah. (laughs) (laughs) So I know you from college. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was, pardon me, I do not remember how we met. Do you remember? I don't remember either. I used to run around behind your best friend because I was her number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend in the entire world is Ashley Nicole Hickson. Yes. Everyone knows that. She um, is the standard. And I remember like... Uh, signing up to go on this retreat that she was going to be leading, uh-huh. and then me and my roommate at the time be like, "Girl, we gotta, we gotta, you know, Ashley gonna be there, right? Yeah, yeah she's famous, so yeah. you know, we packed our bags and went out to Lagrange or wherever it was, <laughs> and you know, just kind of traipsed around behind yeah. her for a weekend, and mm-hmm. then when she came back, it's like, oh, these are her friends. Hello, yeah. so it's probably happened around that time. Okay, yeah. So uh, at one, <laughs> Ashley's gonna hear this and. <laughs> I can't wait to uh, hear her reaction to this. She is not one for the scene. And if if you let her tell it, I am the more popular one. And people, you know, would have that reaction from me. You know, toot toot, beep beep. But um, I think, honestly, she is the more popular one. And she is actually the nicer one of the two of us. I think so. y'all are equally dope. And one's dopeness leads to the other. We are the perfect match for each other. Mm -hmm. Okay, so like the Wonder Twins, but like black and fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah, we would be the house of shade. Yes, because we throw a lot of shade in our. We need like a symbol, like a like a Game of Thrones type. Oh my gosh! Thing. I'm so done with you. (laughs) She's gonna be so excited for the the Game of Thrones reference. so enough about Hickson because she is not a guest on my podcast. Okay, not yet anyway. Oh. <laughs> you hear that, Hickson? Okay. Um, so that's how we met. I do remember I just saw a picture because I was mm. it was Ashley Robinson's birthday, mm-hmm. a mutual friend of ours, your best friend, mm-hmm. um, of the three of us and Jasmine mm-hmm. at, after one of my shows. Yeah. I don't remember which one. I think, was it volume three? I think it was. I'm trying to remember where it was because wasn't it by... It was Deck. Yep. Yeah. It was. Yeah. We had. I just got on stage. I was a little bit slimmer there yeah. too. It was volume three, and I know that because I was in a relationship at the time, oh. and I know who I was in a relationship with. It was volume three. Maybe it was four. I, I think know. it was three. Okay. It was three. Yeah. Let's go with that. So, Jaina, mm-hmm. let's go back. Humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. Where are you from? Where you were raised? I am from. What's up? Port Arthur, Texas. Okay. The home of UGK and Janis Joplin. Oh God. <laughs> just to yeah. That's what we're known for. And me. (laughs) Uh, We do oil really well. And sometimes we throw hot meats on the grill. Um, But that's that's where I'm from. It's like Gulf Coast, right? Like, take a couple of steps. You didn't fall. You didn't fall right into the Gulf of Mexico. Are you an only child? I started that way. And I was for a very long time. (laughs) Um, I was an only child until I was 20. Um, And I legit thought when my dad called and told me that his wife 
my stepmother was pregnant, I was like, boy, stop. But as <laughs> yeah, it turns out, mother. right, you play too much. It's not even April Fool's Day. <laughs> um, but I have an adorable brother who's turning nine in, in like six, six days, as a matter oh, of wow. fact. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So I was an only child, yeah. but I have a very, very young brother. <laughs> How is the relationship with you and your brother? It's fantastic. It's actually, it's kind of strange because my relationship with my father is a little bit tumultuous. We are very much the same in all the wrong ways. Mm. So I have my beliefs that I am very strong about and so mm-hmm. does he. And we let that get between us a lot. Yeah. Um, and But he, my brother is like my half brother, my dad's son. And he also has autism. So our relationship kind of revolves around what he needs because he doesn't relate to people the same way that, you know, people that don't have autism relate to people. But I enjoy my time with him probably more than like your average person (laughs) because we communicate because he doesn't communicate in nuance ever at all. (laughs) And I love that. It's very straight. It's very straightforward. What's funny? Yeah. What's sad? Yeah. Is mama okay? Just general um there's no extra there's just nothing extra and he's very straightforward and i love that about him um so it's it's a really great relationship and he's like a little adult everything that he you know everything that he concerns himself with is is just like it's a 30 year old man in my kitchen (laughs) (laughs) so you grew up in port arthur Mm -hmm. home of ugk and janice joplin Mm -hmm. she got a museum they didn't oh shade When was the first time you realized that you were a creative? Ooh, probably, this is a lot, probably the Christmas play at daycare. How old were you? I think I was four. And what was the play? Um, well, it was supposed to be, it was supposed to be sort of like a nativity thing, but then afterwards everybody sings. And I don't know, I don't know if that was the general idea or whether they was just like, you know what, I can't do nothing with y'all. So here's what we're going to do. And I had this fabulous red dress that had like a rosebud right on the lapel area. And it just kind of floofed out. And I had the, them fluffy socks. Okay, with come the, on, floof. Yes. And I was just like, I am here and I'm I the have, queen I of Christmas. Yes. And the spotlight is so, I didn't get to be Mary. That's fine. I didn't get to be one of you the sheeps. That's Fuck fine. Mary. Where's Mary? Right. Fuck I think the bitch that played Mary. She was one of my best friends at the oh, time. Nice. Oh, we love Mary. She's okay. <laughs> okay. I hope she's fine. I'm sorry, uh, the person that played Mary. Hey, Adia. I hope things are good. Um, Edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at the end, everybody got to do, got to do like a, a sing song. And I went up there and I got to be in the middle because, again, dress. And I just loved it. Yeah. I just love singing to people, all of the little, you know, all of the, the parents that they were just so enthralled by us. And we had no, we were off pitch and key was terrible. People were falling off the steps. <laughs> it was just, a, it was a garbage show. But, you know, everybody's four, so it's Sounds adorable. Like an adult karaoke section. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. <laughs> people are crying and yeah. hitting each other, but it was just... It was fun, and I got off, and I was like, I want to go back up there. Yeah. And my mom was like, baby, it's over. It's over. It's done. And yeah. People have left the church. Yeah. It's, it's over. It's a wrap. Right. <laughs> I so, wanted to go would back. you, like, sing around the house? Oh, yeah. And I used to tell my mom that I wanted to be able to sing. Like, it was a, a skill that I could pick up by just asking her to, <laughs> to fix it. Yeah. And she'd be like, baby, if you, if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. Yeah. I think you should practice as much as you want to. Um, and she was always playing music in the house, so it was easy for me to practice because I would like wake up on Saturday mornings and she'd be in the living room vacuuming, screaming Prince. So it's so that was a, 
Who were three people that you're, that were that were in constant rotation? Oh God, Prince, Prince, Whitney, Whitney, Michael, Nippy, Michael. Those uh, three. That's the top three. But she loved Earth, Wind, and Fire. Loved the Temptations. Wait, no. Uh, September. September. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so there was always something playing. Uh, especially she had this like, oh, I miss this stereo hurricanes <laughs> but but yeah she was always playing music so i was like i want to i want to try to learn to sing she was like well go ahead girl and yeah. so i used to you know i used to try stuff over and over and over and over until i got it and then when i was like okay i got that run moving on and i would try to yeah. sing something else so who so you learned from like matching like listening yeah. and matching i would try to copy else. people until i could do what they could do who was the hardest person that you like try to learn and Oof. listen. To. I mean, there's people I've given up on. Yeah. Uh, like I've given up on Mariah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've given all the way up. She, her range is incredible. She has like a nine octave range. So there's there's I, I have maybe four. So I can do some of her low stuff. It is impossible for me to go that high and also be that loud. Um, but I the things that I got really quickly were like your Aaliyah's, your Monica's, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you can build on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I realized that my voice was naturally deeper uh, as like I'm a second alto. So mm-hmm. it's naturally deeper than a lot of women like women. I knew I could go that direction. So mm-hmm. Tony Braxton, Gladys Knight. And you learn to kind of master that part so you can kind of push yourself forward and see what you can do. Um, which makes me really excited that like now I can do some stuff I never thought I would be able to do when I was little. I used to sing, uh, you know, Destiny South's first album. Yeah. Um, whew, Second you, Nature. Yeah, 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 Second Nature. Second Nature. I, first time I tried to sing Second Nature, I was like, who is yeah. that? Is she okay? <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's good now. It works. So that's kind of how it happened. Good. Okay. So growing up, you were singing with your mama. Mm-hmm. All the all the old school artists, mm-hmm. all of that vacuuming, cleaning up the house. Yes, because uh, it voice. had to be clean. <laughs> when was the moment that you realized, okay, I can sing? Um, I know you did it at four years old, but it was like people falling off the stage. You right? Off it was just like off key, yeah, just with your red dress, just doing it. Just when doing was things. It like okay. I can sing. This is like this is my talent. Treasure. Um, I was in high school and I joined choir to because I just. The, the high school that I went to it was a, a creative, it was a magnet for fine arts. So really big on choir, really big on dance, really big on music. People, yeah. you know, lugging large bases through the hallways and that things was like that. Every yeah, day. everybody is creative or they play football. Yeah. <laughs> there, is <no> <laughs> there is nothing else. I guess I don't know what you come here for. Yeah. It's not one of those things. Um, oh, but you came to learn. <laughs> yeah. English. Get out of here. So I joined, I joined choir and it was like this really high achieving choir that had done all these things and gone to um like sang at all kinds of places in in central and southeast texas and they had gone to the apollo in new york and i was just like i just want to join i want to be a part of this and you know you join and they're like okay we'll stand over there because they test you and they're like okay you're a second alto go stand with those (laughs) and uh i asked if i could do a solo and he was like okay and i tried and he was like oh you can sing so then a choir director told me i could sing so i was like oh okay i, can sing. I got this yeah what's your process before you start singing um it really it really depends i will drive myself crazy if i keep rehearsing because i always hear something wrong 
Um, so I try to get to know if I'm if I'm doing a song, I, I try to get to know the song very well. I try to get that emotion. I try to see how far I can push myself. I like stand in the kitchen and see how loud I can get without screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I try runs, I try seeing if I could just like take it down a key and if that'll fix it. Just a lot of like technical stuff, remembering that if I keep rehearsing, especially right before I'm gonna sing it, all I'm gonna be thinking about is the last mistake I made when I did this three hours ago. So at some point I have to stop and let go and let God. Um, But if it's something that I am coming up with or writing, I just, I like to people watch. And it's the same with like, I also write. So I, I people watch and write and sing what I see. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So you write. I do write. Tell the people what you wrote. I wrote a novel. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, oh, I did. What was the name of the of the novel? The novel is called Mostly Love. Okay. Um, and it is a surprise, surprise, a love story. Um, love it's like story. a contemporary romance novel. I love contemporary romance, but Same. I don't get to read enough black contemporary yeah. romance. It's either all like your Eric Jerome Dickey where it's like, it's a romance, but also sex and guns. Yeah. And Eric like Jerome Dickey just throws in some random shit. Right, it's, like, it's just like, wait. Bitch, how y'all get in Mexico running from the cops? Right, why is a clown what? here in a mask shooting what? people? I thought they was in love. What? When did he get here? How, how did this happen? That's nasty. Yeah, yeah. so it's like it's that. Story, but they gotta go through a whole bunch of shit right. to get to love, and then sometimes they don't even right. end up together. And it doesn't, yeah, you don't even get any happiness out of it. It was just God like a, a Tarantino situation. Right. Like, like, come on now, I don't need Eric, all that. Bro. I'm trying to relax, bitch. So, you got me stressed, and I'm reading a book, and I'm reading, Girl. I'm sweating in here, <laughs> and it's not even hot. I mean, cold sweats and shit. <laughs> so it was, it was either that or like I love Nora Roberts. But Nora Roberts is a white woman, mm-hmm. and she's an old white woman, and she's Irish. So that's all she knows, and that's all she writes. Yeah. And I want stay in your lane, bitch. right? And good for you, <laughs> yeah. sis. Please don't try to write us. <laughs> um, but that's all you know. That's all I see. So I wanted, I wanted to read something that reminds me of Nora, reminds me of Kristen Higgins. That's black. Yeah. Um, and in order to read something like that, I had to write it. Yeah. So um, how long did it take you to write? The, the novel this the book, book uh, from start to finish okay from start to finish because I started it and I was like this is trash I am trash I'm never writing again and I stopped yeah. for like six months but I'm but like start to finish it took maybe a year and two months okay um, but that's with that gap in between yeah. and what so you released it this past fall, right? Yes, October. Okay, and they, yeah. and people can purchase it where? Uh, Just, you know. Yeah, folks know. you know, um, Amazon, Google, Barnes and Noble, not Barnes and Noble in the store, like Barnes and Noble online, mm-hmm. Kobo, just any place you buy, like, digital books. Okay. So, you wrote this novel mm-hmm. about black folks. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the, 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 the two characters are black women. Yeah. This, I, I felt I read the book. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want people to think like I ain't read that book. Yeah. I read the <laughs> Thank book. Thank you for purchasing and reading, yeah. by the way. And I, I think I sent I sent a message saying I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I really did enjoy it. I love romance books. I am a romantic at heart, so give me anything me with a sappy love story, right? I am there. Um, your characters were so divinely different and distinct in their voices. Where do you think that came from? How were you able oh. to write two different people who 
weren't because you know sometimes as a writer mm-hmm. you have one character that's talking to you and it kind of merges into this other character right um which you don't want you want them to have their own to voice be and be distinct so how did you keep that separate um i my characters all of my like main character inspiration are drawn from people yeah so some of my really good friends inspire that and then i just i like to people watch i like mm. to people watch them specifically mm-hmm. and how they react to things and respond to situations and uh, the things that they they say, I can come up with what they would say in yeah. a situation. So I can kind of segment characters so that they're true to the person that I that reminds me of them essentially. And it gets easier to do because once you know this character's personality, you know what they would and wouldn't yeah. say. Um, it's just it's a matter of developing them enough to know that mm. you know that character, mm. uh, so that they don't end up blending yeah. with each other because you're just writing, you know, you're, I'm just creating fake people. Like you're not, you're, you're creating a whole existence mm-hmm. and that whole existence has nuance and a personality and likes and dislikes like, like real people. So what do you do when you have writer's block? <laughs> um, I pick up and move somewhere else mm. and just you change go, environments. Yes. And go write somewhere else. Mm. Um, my favorite place to write is, <laughs> The crew wine bar on Second Street in Austin, mm-hmm. um, and and the the wine is very present in the, oh in, the God. in the novel, yeah, and in your life because I know you personally. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll go there and I'll be like, hey, she's like, okay, sit down. You gave him <laughs> a shout out too. I did yeah. <laughs> because I am always a, I'm always there, and they they have this giant champagne bottle that they moved to the side for me because there's a little outlet behind it, so I'm, I'm just gonna sit here, just refill a bitch when yeah. I'm low. Do you listen to music as you write or is it just... what? Because I, I, I talked mm-hmm. uh, about this with someone else who's going to appear later on in, in the season mm-hmm. about we both are... We have to have noise. Yeah. I have to have noise. Yeah. A background noise. Yeah. yeah. It depends on whether it's... Like if I'm still writing a character and I need to figure out a way that like how is she doing something? Is she... How is she sitting? Is she slouching? Is she? Then I'll turn around and look at people or listen mm. to people. So I can't listen to music for that because yeah. I need to watch and listen to people. But if I'm like in it and I'm flowing and I know what I'm, you know, I know what I'm saying, then I do like to have some background music. Mm. Mostly, there's this Spotify playlist called Peaceful Piano, where oh, wow. it builds and washes and kind of builds and, and it just kind of gives me that energy. So mm. I listen to a lot of that. So. Picture it. Mm-hmm. You are... I forgot what I was about to say, but we're, we're, let's go with Picture it, it anyway. Picture it. <laughs> you... Oh, 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 oh. I had it. Oh, oh, I lost it. Okay. Dang it. Let's just go to another question. Okay. That's what you can do when you when you have your own podcast. <laughs> you sure can. You, I can do whatever the fuck I want. How about, how about this that? This is my how show. About that? Okay. This, so you not only sing, mm-hmm. you not only write. There's another creative endeavor that you have. We do. Endeavor. Mm. Endeavor. Together. Together. <laughs> And y'all did some some amazing stuff recently, too. Thanks. It, can I say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do it. Um, and you have some amazing stuff coming up, but I won't say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> y'all were at the Austin Television Fest. Critics... Okay. Yeah. Festival. Mm-hmm. Austin Television. ATX... TV tele- Fest. T- TV Fest. Okay. And you talked to some amazing folks. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. wait. Actually, girl, let's say what you're doing first. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. They got um, a podcast. We have a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the Pretty Witty Podcast. Yeah. We was going into the... Yeah. Right. Here's what we did last <laughs> Here's what week. what we did. <laughs> so, yes. The Pretty Witty Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and y'all were at the ATX TV Fest. Yes. Who'd you talk to? Well, we talked to the cast and crew of Gronish, which was mm. very, very fun. I didn't actually get to speak to Yara, but she was over yonder. Mm. And I did see enough of her styling products to go ahead and go shopping later. Oh, wow. Um, you saw it? Yeah. 
That's so, like, they had like a little table, you know, where they fix her up before. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, so, lots of shade. What does she I look like it. in person? How was it? She's so small. Oh, is she? Yeah. I mean, I guess on TV you never really can tell how short or tall or you know thick or thin somebody is, but she's so small. She reminded mm. me of like kind of like a fairy. You mm. know, she's just built really elegantly and tiny. Mm. And biggest thing about her is her hair. Um, shout out to Grownish. Yeah, like shout out show. to Grownish. I love that show. Um, so I got to sit down with the creator of Grownish and a couple of people um, that play on the show okay. and talk to them. Just kind of, a, we started trying to talk about Grownish, but we ended up talking about like Harry Potter and I don't know. It it went it went it left, left. <laughs> but it was really fun. Like it went their left favorite. In the right way. It did. It was really fun, <laughs> and we did get some like Grownish questions yeah. in there because I. I was very shocked and surprised by season two. No spoilers for people who haven't seen it, but um, I just couldn't believe the relationship that developed. So I was just curious. I was like, did y'all see that coming? And they were like, no. So that was fun. So we talked to people from Grownish. Um, I talked to um, the cast of Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, shout out to them. Shout I out can't to say them. Why, but shout out to them. Yeah, they they are excellent. Yeah, and amazing show. You should watch it. So good. And and I've only seen one episode. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I was like, let me develop these yeah. questions uh, yeah. with some assistance. Uh, but they are they're like so insightful, and they give um, they give diversity. It's just due in television. So uh, that was like it was so dope to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And, well, I, I can say this. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Mahogany Project and the Pretty Witty Podcast will be working together soon. There's a thing coming. There's a thing coming next February. Mm-hmm. You should. You should it's uh, going to be excellent. Be on the lookout for that. It'll be dope. Mm-hmm. Hella dope. So, who do you look up to as an artist? Who are your people that you... You mentioned Nora Roberts. Mm-hmm. We mentioned some of the people that, that are seeing. Who are some other people that you look up to and, and draw inspiration from? Uh, Zorniel Hurston. Mm. Um, their eyes were watching God. They are. Yes, their eyes were watching God. I love that book. Um, Toni Morrison. That's a good one. Um, and then I think just the the people that are like popping right now, Ava DuVernay, mm-hmm. um, Issa Rae, just people that, are, that just kind of decided, I'm just going to go do this and then y'all will catch it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's so crazy to me. It's really dope. So... Uh, then and then like people that I know personally um, my grandmother really inspires me my um, my dad's mom or my dad's stepmom rather uh, could just make anything out of anything she you know she just comes up with stuff she she used to before she started you know like not feeling so hot she used to grow things and used to essentially like buy meat at the grocery store and then grow all her own food oh wow yeah um and then my mother like sews and makes things kind of freehand and she's creative that way. So a lot of the women in my in my family and in my life are creative in their own special way. Yeah. And it's weird because we're all creative in different ways. Like I've tried to sew, I can't sew for shit. I also can't grow anything and my mama can't sing. Oh, my so. <laughs> yeah. I love them back. So, so what do you want mm-hmm. your audience in whatever medium? Um, you, you you know you're creating to mm-hmm. take away from your art your creative endeavors <sighs> I what do you think, want them to take away I think the biggest takeaway for anything that I do is uh, I want it to be that A you can you can create anything that you desire mm. if you want something because you haven't seen it then just go make it it doesn't have to be perfect the first time 
it doesn't even have to be consumable. But if there's a gap, because um, a lot of the stuff that I, because creativity is a labor of love. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of hard there work. There is no reason that a person would do this if they did not feel like they had to. Right. But if, if something gives you, gives you that energy, mm-hmm. then, you know, do it. And I, I think what I want to come across is that I created this because I had to, because mm. I saw that this was missing and I loved it and I wanted, you know, I wanted other people to experience this, this joy or this feeling that I have. Mm. Okay. So picture it. I'm mm-hmm. going to do this again. Okay. Picture it. You are at a place, mm-hmm. um, you're either performing, creating, writing, whatever, mm-hmm. and you feel feel it you feel it you feel it you're in the moment Mm -hmm. when has it happened to you where you just know you are it's an outer body experience Mm, and it's a different level of yeah like has that happened to you yeah yeah when when did it happen well it's really it's easy to happen when i it's it's easy when i sing yeah because i have to step out of my own it's more of a visceral right it's just like this is happening you can kind of see it happening i think in every other endeavor it just kind of feels like it's like somebody plugged you in. I don't know how to describe yeah. it. It's just like, ooh, I feel, yeah. I feel energized. Um, it usually happens when I don't expect it. Because mm. when I sit down to write, I sit down to write the same way. Like, mm. okay, I have some ideas. I'm going to jot them down really quick. And I'm going to try to work them in and then move it around. But sometimes it just clicks. Yeah. And you're just going, you know. Mm. And the last time it happened to me, I was at the you know the new austin public library yeah yeah downtown. on the outdoor yeah yeah the patio it looks yes. bomb bomb as fuck it's so nice it's so beautiful nice. It's out a gorgeous there. scene yeah gorgeous scene. i mean it was hot as all hell yeah. but um welcome to texas yes but they have iced tea on the first floor oh, so you nice. get an iced tea you go upstairs and you see this gorgeous view and it's gorgeous and you know? i see now why it's everyone's always there yeah it's so nice it's and so nice. that was the last time it happened and i could just feel myself going yeah. and it's easy to find resources like well what do other people do because you're in a library right <laughs> so it was libraries lovely. are our friends yes someone I use your public Twitter. library they were like where can i go um, on twitter have, right yeah uh check out books to, return rent books. Them, to rent books and return them and not have to pay like a netflix setup and someone was like the fucking library. <laughs> girl, a, library. a girl a library and they had a picture of a library right and they were like well i just want to do it j- digitally and they were like you can do that too still the library still yes the library. um austin has an amazing library system so there good. was some you know recent stuff i want to talk about because you can you can Google it, but yeah. essentially they do have a dope library system, and you can always reserve rooms for free. Yes. Um, so, what do you want to do next with your creative? <sighs> I, I know just, you're working on the second book. I am. Uh, I want I want that that like body of work to be a series that are mm. about kind of the same couple of characters in the same town. Um, but I have this massive idea for a book that I'm probably going to start on before like the idea leaks out of my brain and it's completely unrelated it's kind of one of those like um woman done wrong takes you know takes it to the next level to avenge all of the people that are in the same situation she's in in a dystopian future so it's a lot that's going to be a lot of research because I have never written something that wasn't contemporary ever um but that's kind of the next big thing I want to do uh, but that's just whew, it's gonna be a lot of energy and a lot of time. So so wait, I wanted to, sorry before we end, I have to ask this question, mm-hmm. and it's not the question I was gonna ask. Okay. But um, all right, usually, well, uh, you y'all are here anyway. <laughs> you you as a creative, so do you compartmentalize? Like, are you able to say, okay, now is my creative time, I'm gonna write right now, 
or do the ideas come whenever they come? Oh, they just show up. And what do you do? Because a lot of people don't understand this. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Ideas show up, and they do not knock. They do not tell you they're nope. coming. They just show up. So how do you be a creative when you have to work? Mm-hmm. You may be out with friends. How do you still, like, get that side of you out when they show up and, like, not lose that creative idea? Google Keep. What? Google Keep. Girl, I ain't never heard of this. It is an app slash desktop tool that you can write on. Like if you have a touchscreen, you can write on it. You can make a list. You can type notes into it. You can tap the microphone and speak into it. And it stores it in a, in a place that's similar to Drive. And then you can just move it to Drive or, and I have like a bar, the bottom bar on my home screen is a keep bar. So you can tap the checkbox, you can tap the microphone and you can just talk into it. And usually how I always have good ideas in the shower when I have like nothing to write with and yeah. also nothing on my physical body. So I have to like reach out and, you know, t- tap the microphone. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, I can't take a shower will... and, and, and be at peace. Cause yeah. there's always something going on in here. I'm always driving. Yeah. It's and just like, like, I can't write girl, anything down right now. Let me pull over. Negative bird. I just figure that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I use Keep. That's good. So, where can people uh, reach you if they want to talk or chat or read? Oh, or okay. What's well, um, handles and stuff. Handles and stuff. Uh, so, our website, our podcast website is theprettyweedy.com. You can always write us an email there. That's probably the easiest way to reach us because it comes to, comes directly to our email. Um, and when do y'all drop new episodes? Every, every Monday. Yeah, okay. In between the morning and midday hours. <laughs> um, so those come out every Monday. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter um, at so vivacious. Um, put an A in vivacious. It, vivace, like the card. So vivacious. Um, and you can find like any of my books just by searching my first name and last name. So Jaina, J-A-Y-N-A. Last name is Fontenot. Yes, it is French. F-O-N-T-E-N-O-T. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I have the, you know, this I think is the most important question I will ask this entire interview. Oh, Lord. Okay. Okay. Tiny wigs, bitch. Mm. Uh, top five category is desserts. Ooh, okay. I am a sucker for shit that is lemony. Okay. I love a lemon dessert. Okay. So I'm gonna go lemon ice box pie. Okay. A lemon ice box pie. Lemon. You that one. Okay. Ice okay. box pie. Um, Luby's got them. It's a Luby's. This is a Luby's right <laughs> the next door. Um, I'm gonna say lemon ice box pie, and then I'm gonna switch it and go to. Mmm, chocolate. I'm gonna say brownies. I'm gonna just go mm. with your plain old brownie. Mm-hmm. Just wins every time. Uh, sweet potato pie. Okay. Um, I don't have to be in any particular order, do Uh-oh. I? No okay, order. great. Um, and then chocolate cake, and then cookies. So cookies, chocolate cake, sweet potato pie, mm-hmm. brownies, brownies, lemon, lemon ice, ice box. box pie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That's your top five. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you Being for having me. Being my first guest. This is the most fun it, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little casual chat on a Saturday. Yeah. The, on a nice on Navy a, sofa. On a nice Navy <laughs> sofa. You should just make that attack. Come to the Navy sofa, Come bitch. Come to the Navy <laughs> sofa, girl. Instead of the red table, bitch. Yes. The Navy sofa. Just take a picture of the sofa. Please. Right. Coming soon. <laughs> Oh we can do this all day. Navy we can sofa. do this all really day. Did. Thank you so much for coming after yoga. I appreciate it. Oh, with no, welcome. with no, like, with no, just this is details. How I, walk I, I right out of Black Swan. Just show up. Just show <laughs> yes. up. Eleven. Be I'll, I'll send you details. No details were sent. Please. Don't. <laughs>
Okay, thank you so much. Uh, everyone, you can listen. I have an amazing guest coming next week. I'm super excited. Thank you, Jaina. Uh, please listen to the podcast. Please go buy the book, support Black artists, and she'll be singing uh, soon somewhere. I don't know, girl, but mm. she gonna, we gonna get her on the mic again. Mm. It's been a pleasure. Uh, love and light, everyone, and have an amazing day. I Just Wanna Tell Stories is hosted by Joe Anderson Jr. for The Mahogany Project and produced by Cameron Hawkins for the South Congress Podcast Network.